Welcome to the Create with Katrina Julia show by Fit Life Creation, where we talk all the things on wellness, faith, marketing, business, and travel to create a life and business you love. I've been there, friend. I've walked from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, and bondage to freedom along with transformation in every area of my life. I'm right here with you, walking along on my own path to creating. So tune in so that you learn how to create a life and business you love, hands-on. Let's create it. Welcome back to the Create with Katrina Julia show. This episode is going to be a shorter bite-sized episode for a couple reasons. One, I just noticed my last three episodes were like 30 plus minutes, um, and I love to keep a mix between bite-sized and longer, deeper dives. But two, I felt compelled to do this just speaking from my heart and on my phrase for the year. So back in 2017, I started shifting. Actually, back in 2008, 2010, I started shifting from, you know, New Year's resolutions to more like a focus for the year and fun and adventurous things I wanted to do. Although I wasn't yet putting together, you know, visions and frameworks or things like that. And I had done that in college, but I have no idea why I somehow let that slip until circa 2014. But then I also felt pulled to this book back in 2017, or I think it was 2017 or 18, by one of my mentors, Garen Jones, called Get One Word. And let me make sure I'm saying the title right and giving you the author in case you are curious. So this book, yes, it's Get One Word. It This book really, really helped me focus on really thinking about the one word that will change your life and focusing on the year, but also the life word. And so for me, my life word is limitless, but the one word changes typically every year. And several years ago, it changed to a phrase. So the first time I read the book, Get One Word, and the author's and you can definitely check it out. It's literally getoneword.com. The authors are John Gordon and Dan Britton and Jimmy Page. So not sponsored in any way, shape, or form. I speak about things oftentimes that I believe in and practice. They also have the books. They also have a seven-day one-word challenge and a number of resources to help you. And the first time that I read it, I felt like that year my word – and so this is what ha has happened in my life. Every time I pick a word, it's affirmative, it's positive, it's faithful, etc. But what happens is the transformation that's happening in my life internally and externally brings up all the opposite of that word, okay? To grow me, to transform me, to um, enhance me, to evolve me, right? To illuminate. That's one of my favorite words lately. So the first word that I felt led to was faith. And so everything that was opposite of that fear 
came up during that year. So I'm just going to give you that disclaimer and that warning in case that happens to you. It's normal. Just embrace it. Go through the process. I promise you um, there'll be times you enjoy it more than another, but you will recognize the growth. Then the second year, and, and what happens is, is usually I get the words revealed to me earlier and earlier. It's really interesting. The second time it was um, focused, the second year, okay? And then everything that was apart from focus started coming up to me, okay? Then it was, so 18, yep, it was freedom. So everything that was opposite, bondage, ways that I limited myself for that year, everything was coming up. And the thing is with the one word is it doesn't leave you because you you remember those experiences both on supernatural levels and on cellular natural levels. So it's like, it's almost like I look at it in a sense of sometimes like compound growth or compound wealth that it's they're coming with you into the new you into the next year okay so it was faith focus freedom and then 2020 you guys if you can believe it my word was joy i was like oh god you got jokes like the first the beginning of the year started great but then march april may june especially and especially june i remember i experienced my first migraine and i was just like what is happening to me like and i like implemented a desk in the house i implemented like a like a neck stretch pillow and all these different things but you can imagine in a year like 2020 having a word joy stretched me like nothing else and then i transitioned the next year i felt compelled to have a phrase or that's what was in a sense given to me i am anchored in love and you can imagine like having a phrase like that really challenged me to be anchored to love no matter what from the inside that no matter what was happening to me externally that i would choose to be anchored in love and to the external whether it was you know relationships situations uh business whatever any and every area of my life i was challenged constantly katrina are you like remember your phrase is i am anchored in love and are you living that out right now both internally and externally and also it challenged so much for me on where and how i found my identity and where and how I judged my worth and my value. Last year, 2022, my phrase was, I am perfectly present. So I thought before last year that I was, you know, present a lot. Like for example, when people years of working through corporate, you know, I are like right now, you know, recording this podcast, I would be radically, you know, I'd put my phone down. I always keep my phone on silent. I would um, put, you know, my desk down or not my desk down, but put my computer down, you know, whatever I was doing to focus in on that person to really help them feel seen, known, and heard. But then circa 2016, when I broke my foot surfing and, you know, my leg was healing for about two, you know, two to four months or the whole time, but the, it, like the full culmination of the healing was about four months-ish. I really started to see, especially then where I wasn't as present or as grateful or as content as maybe I 
thought I was. And interestingly enough, I did a contentment journal in 2020 by Rachel Cruz, a 90 day contentment challenge. I found it on Amazon. Um, I'm sure it's on um, RamseySolutions.com too. And, um, but then with a phrase like I'm perfectly present, it was easier to be present the beginning of the year, like the new year or starting the new year of 2022 at the Passion City Conference, you know, in person or traveling, you know, through Mexico, through um, Colombia, the beginning of 2022, uh, Panama, New Orleans for Wanderfest with the wonderful community, through Portugal, through Bulgaria and Turkey. But then when I was taking action and aligning to being back in Atlanta and having, you know, Atlanta's my base again, which I knew was going to happen when I left to travel full time because I feel compelled to the city for a number of reasons. But what I didn't expect is as I got, like at first I was like super excited to be back in the city and I always love, wherever I am, I love exploring the city like a local. So even though I lived here 10 years before, 2010 through 2020, I knew many things in the city had changed. I knew I was different in many ways, you know, from the years of full-time travel. And I knew there was places I wanted to explore again. Like next next week, likely I'm going to go again to Atlanta Botanical Gardens. It's one of my favorite things to do in the city during holidays. But what I didn't expect is as, you know, May, May was easy. May was, oh, setting up my apartment, setting up routines, you know, getting acclimated back to the city, June, July, August, summer, working on the rooftop at Sky House Buckhead, you know, working, swimming, working, swimming, you know, going to Buckhead Business Association events, um, August, you know, working through different things like, you know, my launches, you know, being part of social curator, all these different fun, exciting things, September and then October when it's my birthday month. And when the weather started to change, I started to realize how much my mood was impacted even more than before during the fall and winter here. And, you know, less ability to go outside. Oh, side note, October, I did go to Virgin Voyages, which also like I felt like re-stimulated me, but it was also the external, right? And definitely check out that episode if you're curious and that blog. It was the external. And then November, it was like a week where I was sick. Then there was several days where I felt really, really, really down. Like not, like not, nothing super serious. Like, except, you know, not like I love my life. I have zero desire to like take my life. Like, please be clear. Speaking of, I want to acknowledge and talk about, you know, so many times you guys, the people that may seem the happiest are often struggling the most and everyone fights battles we don't see. When people are fighting a health ailment or a disability or they're in a wheelchair or, you know, they're struggling with weight, you know, that's things we can see. But there are so many things we cannot see. Mental, emotional, financial, family, relational. The list goes on and on and on. And what I've learned is, your smile, your word of encouragement, your up, you know, your grace can be the one light or spotlight in someone's day, week, or month. Like you have no idea. And that 
that I've learned like repeatedly and challenge myself on in every interaction with a person, whether it's a show like this, whether it's me getting into an Uber, which I'm going to talk about that in a minute that happened the end of 2022. And, um, Oh, and I wanted to acknowledge that, you know, I followed and follow Allison and Twitch on social media. And I actually, when I was on the Virgin Voyages cruise, I had bookmarked their dance that they did to one of Beyonce's songs, you know, that had gone viral on TikTok and on Instagram. And their dancing, their marriage, their family, like so much of it, like, brought smiles to my face and joy to me and laughter and encouragement like I know millions of others. So no matter what happened or didn't happen, you know, the the end result or the end um, feedback from, you know, Allison and others, as far as from what I've seen and others have seen is that, you know, he committed suicide. And oftentimes the people that, you know, shine the brightest or, you know, maybe help others, but they don't necessarily share fully or completely, you know, how dark it is for them. And we have no idea. And that's why oftentimes it's such a shock. Like it shocked me. Like I didn't know them personally. I just knew them on social. And that's, you know, that can be some of the beauty of social media is that sharing our light, encouraging others, but also like I encourage you or encourage anyone that if you are struggling with something, whether it's, you know, my podcast, my tools, whether it is therapy, whatever it is, like get help. Like, you know, whether it's financial, like seek counsel, seek help, you know, whatever areas, you know, it could be free resources online. It could be coaches. It could be in person, whatever you feel led to do. And I will be the first to tell you, that's why I said it. Like I was in darker states. Like I felt discouraged way more than I had ever felt. Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with going back to my phrase real quick. And then I'll share some things about therapy is I'm perfectly present. Like before this year, especially and before the travel, I think like so many times I was either in the past, which can have the impact of depression, shame, guilt, judgment on yourself. And I've learned, you guys, nobody judges us harder than we judge ourselves. Like, And so forgiving others, it's also important to forgive yourself. And that's been some of the most healing journey that I have been a part of. And this year, one of the resources I did was Healing from Heartbreak, which is really a healing journal that was is written by St Stéphane Labossier that involved so many internal like healing exercises and journaling. And I realized where, you know, before like through before all these years, I would either be in the past with shame, guilt, judgment. Um, and there was a lot of layers of healing that I've done like every year. So I was surprised to be in this state, like feeling like this, say in November, like discouraged, you know, or discontent or, you know, knowing I was not going to give up, but really, really relating and recognizing where, why and how so many people do. Because when you've poured in, you know, so much effort and so much faith, and effort and time and maybe not yet seen the results you want to see 
at the time you want to see, and you hear I'm laughing, it's really easy to get discouraged. But what I've learned along the way is re-encourage yourself from the inside out in whatever ways that are, and I'm going to share some more, to recognize that the time that things happen are often not on our timetable, and to release outcomes, to celebrate what does happen, what has happened. Like I reminded myself, I wrote a list of 100 things to be grateful for, and I might do that on another episode too. And then I um, shared on a recent episode, like the, you know, 2022, what I learned, what I celebrated, and that that is also on the blog as well, on a graphic as well that you can see if you're not on my email list yet. And, you know, I've learned also that sometimes goals are great. Don't get me wrong. Goals are amazing. I love goals. Like they pull you forward. They help us rise to human potential, all of that. But, or and, don't make your goals your God. Let me say that again. Don't make your goals your God. And I am absolutely guilty of having done that in the past, where if I didn't reach X, Y, or Z, or A, B, and C, I would beat myself up to kingdom come. I would completely like lose my identity, my worth, or my value in it, whether it was, you know, a status, whether it was performance, whether it was promotion, whether it was financial, whatever it was. And you can see how it was tied to an external item or thing or, you know, action that oftentimes or every time has so many things that, you know, are happening around it outside of my control. We can have faith and move towards what we desire and take the actions we want, but it's still not a guarantee that it's going to happen exactly when and how we want it. And that's the part of submission and surrender and trusting, you know, our creator, trusting, you know, the journey or whatever that belief system is for you, that there are elements out of our control and bigger than us. And oftentimes our journey and our purpose is for, is, is for others. And what I learned through this phrase this year, especially like I'm perfectly present is to celebrate and to release the outcome. And also in that I learned where I would also have anxiety. Like 2020 was a year because I had depression and or anxiety surface for the first time ever. And I feel like later and when I left the country and traveled, like so much of that was gone, but travel can be a distraction. And that was another thing where I felt pulled to stop traveling full time for spiritual and natural reasons right now. Okay. And so anxiety, anxiety is we are fearful of the future. We are fearful of maybe the things we don't like that are happening right now, repeating themselves or, and so we repeat the same self-sabotaging behaviors out of the lies that are in our minds that we haven't yet transformed or allowed to be transformed. One of my favorite scriptures is Romans 12 too. And along those lines, It's also being afraid of the future and fear of success. So we sabotage in the moment again because we're afraid to shine our light. Marianne Williamson's quote quote on our greatest fear is that we are inadequate and not to shine our light is also one of my favorite quotes. And her book, Return to Love, is amazing. 
And so now as I walk into 2023 with you, my phrase is I am divinely disciplined. So you can see how all those words and all those phrases have led up to this. And it was revealed to me last year. And of course it is challenging me because Yes, I was already disciplined in so many different areas, you know, with health, with showing up for business no matter what, you know, pitching proposals like you've probably heard and seen on the blog and on the show. And if you haven't, definitely feel free to check those out. But also what lat November, like a week or so in November, and then also a period in December, like mid-December showed me. There was times where I was letting my feelings fuel me. The discouragement, the disbelief, the judgment, the the timing, whatever. And so, and I already was being prepared and I knew like, oh, this is why my phrase for next year is I'm divinely disciplined to still show up, to still, yes, give myself mercy, grace, and love abundantly, but also to give that to others and also to rise up like no matter what. And yes, some days I may require a bit of, you know, more self-love or a walk. Like today's a beautiful day in Atlanta and there's been a lot of rainy days. So I'm definitely going for a walk. I spent a lot of today and yesterday and the day before in Passion City, like in conference online, like listening and, you know, being poured into. And at the same time, I feel like middle of December, I started ramping up my discipline in everything, spiritually, mentally, physically. I finished like Peloton with 20,000. Um, I'm already almost at a thousand. Like it's insane to me, like what's happening with the belief, the alignment and the action. And I really, and the other thing I want to say about discipline, you guys, is discipline is a form of self-love and it's a form of also service that allows us to serve, serve others even more out of a more a more filled cup, I guess, for lack of a better phrase right now. And also discipline is not always pretty. Like discipline is not always, ooh, I'm going to get up. I'm going to not hit snooze immediately. I'm going to jump up full of joy. I'm going to jump into my sacred seven morning routine, you know, super like filled up right away. I'm going to run to my workout full of joy. And, you know, oh, and by the way, my hair is going to be done. Um, I'm going to have the cutest outfit on ever. And then I'm going to joyfully do out my purpose all day long. It's not always that. But sometimes it's taking different breaks in between, you know, whether it's prayer, whether it's a walk, whether it's a refocus and writing things on, you know, on your, in your journal on gratitude. And sometimes it's a day like today where, you know, I still am like thinking about it and I was praying about it. I'm like, I've still been disciplined today, but it doesn't like look maybe how I thought it was supposed to look or how it looked when I was in corporate America where I had to show up for work at 8 a.m. You know, now it was, okay, I was up by 8.30, but I did go to the sauna last night and, you know, pray and reflect and then did a walk there and a walk back and then felt, you know, woke up with, you know, a little bit dehydrated and then tuned into passion. So, okay, my spiritual was there. My mental was there. My emotional was there. I outlined my day for, you know, the, the launch was 75 plus tools and resources to create what you love. And the launch was subkit online coming up. And I did receive what I call divine downloads to shift 
and record my vision video and the series into Saturday or Monday because there's several things I want to complete before I do that so that I share on those experiences and include those experiences in the video, okay, and the behind the scenes. And then felt led to do this episode on, you know, my phrase for the year and that I'm divinely disciplined. And I recorded the faith, the intro and the faith component on, you know, the 75 plus tools, the episode before this one. But I'm, you know, and then after this, I'm going to work out, like just to give you a piece of my day, I'm going to work out upstairs. I live at Sky House Buckhead. Then I'm tuning into um, some curriculum and some education from Social Curator. Shout out to Jasmine Starr, Katie and the team. I have now been part of Social Curator, I think for eight plus months. It is amazing. I got Social Curator of the month, I think like two or three months in. And then I'm journaling after I listen to that episode and some of the um, curriculum that I'm like, adjusting and putting together an outline for the launch with social media and some things. Then I'm listening to episode two of Transformation Week with Brendan Bruchard. I've been learning and listening to him, all his books. I've listened to his book on habits over six times and, you know, been part of his mastermind and program since 2016. I love his joy. And literally through one of his events, my three key words, create, transform, and inspire, came as a result of his event and his prompting. And then I am, you know, oh, and I'm going to go for a walk in this beautiful sunshine. And then I'm tuning into um, scaling, some new things that I'm scaling you know, on if this, then that, that's coming up. I'm going to talk about that in some of the marketing section. And it's also on my series on automate and scale like a boss and reaching out to a brand that I think will be perfect to work with that I connected with earlier in 20 or in 2022 and then evaluating the day and on ClickUp. I create dashboards and list celebrates on ClickUp and all kinds of stuff and connect with my virtual assistants, etc. And so You can see, like I'm hitting spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, playful, physical, and financial, the seven steps to success that I talk about. But at the same time, I'm sitting here in uh, black pants and a black long sleeve shirt. What's the word for these things? Not long johns, but you know what I mean? The clothes you wear that you put under when you're feeling cold. I can't think of what they're called right now. The name, like it's at the top of my brain, but it's escaping me right now. Anyway, and a pink scarf wrapped around me. You know, so it's not like one of the things I think is we've allowed culture or social media or people or our family, like how they grew up to dictate what discipline or showing up looks like. And it's different. You know, it's so different. Even for me, you know, I distinctly remember and, you know, 20, like for so many years after college, you know, 10 plus years that I, you showed up to work in an office dressed up by 8 a.m. You know, and now like, like even before 2020, that was radically, that was already like not my life because I had already left, you know, corporate, but 2020 radically changed that for so many people. 
And yes, there are days where I get dressed up in my house and, you know, do recordings like, you know, that show up on here or show up on YouTube or whatever the case is that feel aligned for me to do that or that I have meetings or I already know in this year, in 2023, I'll definitely be dressing up more. Um, in general, because like some of the things I'm doing are with ATL Girl Gang and with Buckhead Business Association. And I love to dress up, don't get me wrong. But yesterday as I was walking, I was realizing, I was realizing that so much of my return to love has been similar to how I was as a child. As a child, my mom had to chase me with a brush to brush my hair, okay? If it was like, like every day I did not brush my hair. Okay. Then there were days where I brushed my hair and I wanted to look really, really, really pretty and put on a beautiful dress and all the things. Right. Or yell, hi, mommy and hi, daddy from a ballet stage in between my legs on stage in front of thousands of people in the middle of a performance because I didn't care. So I've realized, you know, I'm my natural state and where I'm happiest. And in this discipline, my happiest is extremes. Extremes is sometimes working from home like I am right now. Sometimes it's going downstairs to work in our cafe at Sky House. Sometimes it's on the roof. Sometimes it's going to a co-working space or sometimes it's at, you know, a retreat that I'm leading or sometimes it's speaking in front of thousands of people like I've done in the past. You know, tens to hundreds of thousands of people, whatever it is. But I am definitely a person of extremes and I love that. And, you know, maybe for you, and I realized in telling myself, you know, I'm safe, stable, and secure, that it's releasing that judgment of what anyone else thinks that discipline or my daily life should look like. And so it's with that that I give myself the freedom that, yes, I am divinely disciplined, and that is going to grow this year. And I'll give you guys some updates throughout the year, at least at least four. I'll do at least four updates every quarter. I may do more but I'm not going to promise I'll do more, but I'll at minimum do them every three months. And as I feel led on like a key breakthrough or a key shift, but that was the one I had yesterday when I was walking that discipline isn't always pretty, but you still get it done. And however that looks like to you. So free yourself from judgment you have on yourself and on external voices that don't necessarily align with what freedom truly is. It's being who you are, you know, unapologetically growing at the rate that you're created to grow at. Flowers are not all the same. We all grow at different rates. I've come to learn that I'm like a bamboo, meaning I go underground for a series of years and then shoot up. And the people wonder, where was I? Like, I was here all along. You just didn't see me in some ways. Um, But there's some flowers that grow really quickly and are only there for a season. And then some that last a lifetime. So it is with that, friends, that I invite you to consider your word or phrase for 2023. I would love to hear what yours is. Tag me at Katrina Julia Fit at Fit Life Creation. I'll reshare. And as always, friends, remember, create, transform, and inspire. You are born to. If you are looking for an incredible program on a monthly basis that combines everything you need to create and scale a life and business you love, you are going to love what I created with Subkit on a monthly basis. But first, if you're tuning in for the first time, I want you to know a little bit more about me. And you can find the link in the show notes as well. 
on SubKit and everything you want to know. So first, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, athlete, traveler, creator, and CEO who has transformed every area of life from the inside out since 2010 and continues to. Shifting from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, pain to purpose, lies to love, and bondage to freedom. I've worked with 15,000 plus entrepreneurs online and live, traveled the world full-time 2020 through 2022, worked with brands like NBC, Airbnb, WeWork, Victoria's Secret, and aim to help over a million mission-based brands and entrepreneurs create and scale what they love with freedom. What does that mean? Imagine you having a clear roadmap and creating and scaling step-by-step to progress in your life with freedom, with wellness, with marketing, with business, with travel. Everything I walk through, everything that I share, everything that I've leveraged or make money from, I help you create it too. So it all matters, whether it's rising to be and doing one more thing on the hard days or working on projects like NBC Apprentice or Airbnb, it's all big and adds up. So I want to encourage you to hashtag create it now. And what does the program with subkit look like? First, when you click the link in the show notes, create it like a boss, you will see on the second link, the monthly create it. And one of the betas that I'm running right now is an intro deal on $44 a month, which is basically less than a smoothie bowl or a trip to Starbucks per month. And you will get to create it with exclusive access and discounts, updates on the 75 plus tools every single month. That means all the tools that I'm testing, whether it's something like Subkit or the new tools that I'm 10Xing my social media automatically across platforms, new created creations that I'm beta testing and I want your feedback, an exclusive newsletter for you getting started and updates to the seven day online challenge that covers wellness, wealth, business, and travel. If you want a plus experience, you get all of that plus the created summit quarter every single quarter that includes over 50 plus courses to take a even deeper dive plus a vision workshop to really align to your goals from the inside out, updated every single quarter, and a group session with me on a specific theme from jumpstart to transformation to unleashing inspiration to money matters, to smart social media, to crazy confidence. So a brand new theme every single month and you get access to all the replays. Then if you want a VIP experience, you can get all the above plus guaranteed features, lives and co-launches one per quarter and one-on-one sessions that I will do with my VIPs every single month. At the bottom of that page on the Create It Monthly, you will see incredible content as well, like the subkit feature on Get to Know Me, my faith series, freebies, how to find over $500,000 daily in opportunities, global retreats, insights into my almost two years of full-time travel, seven steps to build a presence online, and the Lifestyle Brand Like a Boss course coming in June and a lot more. So can't wait to see you on the inside and let's create it. On 
and chats on faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business already. Head on over to the blog, the podcast, and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation. If you're ready to dive into the online courses, the live events, or the retreat. And if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level, definitely check out our internships, our influencer collaborations, management, and brand engagement. Let's create it.